You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Saturday Omaha. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Hello, all. You're about to ascend the steps of a school bus, but this bus makes pizza. Brett Geiger, the owner of Izzy's Pizza Bus, welcomed us to learn how Izzy's Pizza Bus runs during a live lunch service. He was so kind and taught me how to go from dough to finished product. And I gotta even make my own pizza. Here we go. So we're, we're back in the in trucks and taps in Izzy's kitchen area. Back in the corner. Back in the corner. You just cracked the top of one of the dough tubs. I got that scent of that did delicious dough. I did. Yeah. After we'd made dough the other day, you sent me a text. You said that the dough was some of the best you'd ever made. So we must have done something good. We did good. This yeah. is awesome. It was awesome. When I was cooking it, I was like, I got to tell David about this. It was, it, was, it was proofing nice. It cooked really good. It was crispy golden. It was awesome, Ooh. dude. So the dough that we have in these tubs now, how long has this been hanging out and, and creating flavor? I uh, made it on the 12th. The 12th? What's today? 14th. 14th. So nice. it's a, this is a two-day. Nice 48 hours. Yeah, I, I like that. Love yeah. it. All right, so That's what are we going to do now? What's what's happening? Uh, so now I've already panned a bunch of it um, just before you got here, so I've, I've left some so you can check out the process. I appreciate that very much because this is something I have tried at home, but I've never been uh, educated in the way of Brett and Izzy's Pizza Bus, so I'm Right on. Cool. Yeah, our way is kind of uh, unique, I'm sure, as you'll see. I've never heard of anyone doing this, but I've adapted this way because of like basically because of time and on a food truck and the heat and everything, all these factors come into play where yeah. for one, I don't turn them into dough balls because then I have to turn them back into rectangles. Right. Um, and like a ton of dough balls in the fridge takes up way more space than some bulk ferment bins. Yeah, so this is almost a reverse. So Matt Frampton, when I was learning with him, you know, when you're making a, uh, a round pizza, it's easier to start with a round dough ball. In this case, we're making a rectangle pizza. Right. We don't need to start with a round dough ball. Right. We got more squarish. On top of the, you know, just the benefit that I enjoy is like keeping a bulk ferment, right? And like all that dough is the same, you know, in one, one you know, mass, mass versus yeah. like maybe this dough ball has like, I mean, it's going to be such a minute, you know, amount, but maybe that dough ball has more of this in it than that or whatever, just because you divided it up. I don't know. It's, I love it. It's, it might be in my head, but I know that's, you know, there's science behind the bulk ferment. A lot of the Neapolitan guys that I've seen at Pizza Expo and stuff or on the internet, they just... They got a tub and they just grab it out, twist it off by hand and make a pie, you know, so. Just go. I feel like the bulk ferment just works for space too. So. I love it, I love yeah. it. And I can also see our blended flour that we did the other day. You can see those specks of your- of the, Yeah, see that? Yeah. And some of that stuff pops out. I don't exactly remember the term for it, but some of that stuff pops out more even after it gets on like day three and stuff. It's something to do oh. with the fermentation. It kind of gets those little dark, little specks in there and yeah. stuff. I was researching it a year or two ago and I haven't seen it a lot since until lately I've been this flower and everything's just been working like we've been getting it down. So I've been seeing that more again. So I want to research it. Killer. All right. All right. So we've got our scale out. So we make sure we're getting the right amount of dough. Yep. And Always weigh everything. We got yeah. pans. We got lids. Uh, oh, like we got a lids. bottle of olive oil and uh, canola oil mix. Like okay. pretty much 50-50. Yeah. So we got an eight by 10 uh, Detroit style pan. So for those yep. that haven't had a Detroit style pizza, you get that nice rectangle, allows us to get that awesome crispy edge. We've got a stack of pans, nice. Oh yeah, we got way more stacks of pans than that. <laughs> Man, I got so many pans. I think we're at, we have 160 of this size right Ooh. now. And then I have various other sizes around, so. <laughs> Love it, Love it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Cool, so what we do is I'm going to stick some of the oil, I'm going to squirt some of the oil in the pan. Just kind of squirt it around on there. Squirt bottle, uh, happen in there. All yep. right. Just so I can refill it with my oil when needed. Yeah. No big deal. And I literally, I just take my hand and I kind of just oil the pan a little, similar to what we did in the dough bin, just to keep everything, you know, it, nothing's going to stick to nothing's it. Gonna stick. Also, it helps it fry up a little bit on the bottom and give it some of that color. It, um, is it important to get the oil into the, the 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 seams of the pan, the edges, or not as much? You just want to make sure it's lightly coated. Yes, so you, can... you kind of want to just, for me, I coat the whole bottom and then I just kind of rub the side a little. But okay. quite honestly, once once we put the dough in there, yeah. it moves around a little, it's going to push the oil where it goes Got anyway. It. I probably overdo it. I probably don't need to be, <laughs> you know, doing all this, but. That's fair. Okay. Uh, yeah, so then I just oil the surface of the scale. I oil the pan, and then my hand has some on it as well because as you know, probably we're working with dough, it's gonna stick. Right, so, 
Now, do you, do you do the chef hand thing where you've got the one hand that stays oily and then the one yep. hand that stays clean? Yep, my knife hand's the clean one here, Perfect. the dry one. Well, for now, for now. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll see the process, but yeah. at least it starts that way. Starts that way. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, experience has taught me roughly how much to grab, but I just reach into the bulk ferment here, cut some off into the rectangle shape already. Yeah. Put it on there. And we're aiming for 255, you uh -huh. know, give or take, a, you know, two to three grams, depending how it just comes out. But look at that, how I cut it out, right? It's already the shape of the pan. Yeah, it's already a rectangle and you're, you're at 293, you're already really close. Yeah, that's a, you know, it's a little heavy. I aim for pretty close, but the benefit is now I can cut it to exactly the shape of the pan. So what I do is I just kind of push it out and shape it with my okay. hand. But what you can see is I'm not killing it. Like the, the bulk ferment has produced all this gas and these bubbles and these flavors over a couple of days, right? Yeah. I really don't, don't want to I don't want to destroy all that work that nature's done. So I'm trying to just kind of move it into shape. So you're just gently spreading with your yeah. fingers and uh, a little. And you're, and you're welcome to touch if you'd like to, just to feel it, see what it feels like now. Because you yeah. touched it the other day when we made it, right? Oh, yeah. So it's real soft. It, it kind of moves real easy. It does. It does. It moves real, real easy. It's nice to the touch. It's tacky, but not sticky. Right. Yeah. That's why a little oil. See, I don't even have that much oil in my hand. Just a little bit. Yeah. But as long as you move fast, too, it won't get you. So then I just kind of cut the sides down to basically just make that shape. Like I got these, you know, these weird lumps all over <laughs> and it's not the size I need it. Gotcha. So, so I pretty much, I'll just cut it down till so I got a little low, but that's fine. It's oh, so that's kind of a neat move. So it actually Both. came out a little heavier, but, and, and you put it directly on the scale, which is kind of a fun move. Yep. And then when you cut it to shape, it, you nailed it right at 251. I mean, holy, yeah. that's within so a, a gram. Yeah, it's a couple, just a couple grams. Wow. We're going for 255. It's a couple shy, but this, that's going to be fine. It proofs up so nice. Heck yeah. It'll be the same. So, and it, so it, now if you see, it's exactly the same size as the pan. That's perfect. It's the right size. I need it. Yes. So I just grab it. I put it in and I just give it a flop so that both sides are coated with that oil. So laid in the pan, it picks up oil on the one side. Flip it over. Now we got oil on both sides. Now it's completely coated. Bottom of the pan's coated. That's what I mean. Is like it's gonna push the oil where it needs it now because it's all over the place. And so this is interesting too. So if if you're looking at it in the pan, there's actually a, a gap between the the our dough rectangle and the sides. And I'm assuming that's because as this warms up, it's gonna naturally spread out towards the edges of the pan. Or we're gonna have to stretch yeah, a little bit. Okay. We go. We now let this just chill out after its journey of becoming what size it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just kind of put it to the side in a warmish area, you know, essentially our makeshift proof area, um, just some shelves that we put it on because it's a nice space Perfect. to get them yeah, proofing Because the dough's super cold still yep. right now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cold now. Just, well, it's the morning as well, so it's, you know, it hasn't been out of the fridge too long yet. Is it easier to cut so. when it's cold and, and to, to your rectangle? Uh, or not really about the same because you got a nice sharp knife <laughs> easier than when it's actually warm yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when it's actually warm it gets you know real sticky and it's almost like soupy sometimes depending on your hydration and it's just a little weirder to work with colder right. is easier the hard part for me on when it's colder is just grabbing the right amount out of this bulk like i'll grab way too much because it's oh. heavier and denser still yeah and i'm used to the feel of a certain size, you know? Sure. So if it's really cold and I grab it, I'm like, dang, that's too heavy. And yeah. then I have to cut off way too much extra. Got you. But Got here's you. what we do with our extra, right? That little bit that I cut off. Yeah. I'm going to throw it over here into this pile. So this is a pile I made earlier today. It's already another dough ball I can use. Oh, wow. So that's that's the trimmings from your this prior pants. This is just pants. the trimmings. They all get reused. And so how many pizzas did you did you prep this morning before before I got uh, Not that many. This bin fits about 30. So okay. I, I left us like three or four to pan. 30 pizzas? I mean, not as not that much for but, Izzy's, but that's a lot of pizza. That's eh. 30 pizzas. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's a decent morning at yeah, least. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll pan like 100 or so later wow. for dinner. But Wow. Um, yeah, so this was 30 and I've taken, you know, probably 25 out of it. And then this is the extra. So I just turn it into a ball and we let that just chill for a little bit. Love it. And then we can do the exact same thing with that. We can just keep using it so nothing gets wasted. At, in the end, you know, we might waste this tiny little piece that we can't do anything with. All right. So yeah, I got another one. I'll just show you. There's actually not much left. It's harder to cut when it's this small. Give it a little trim. This one's going to be a little bigger just because, well, it's about the same. Yeah. Cool. Almost identical. So. 
Do you want to try to mess with it at yeah, all? Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Try to do it, man. Try to do it and just like, you can't ruin the dough. Even if you rip it, we can fix it, man. So yeah, right. I just I just kind of try to get it to the shape. I'll push it and what I'm what I'm looking for with my hands when I'm pushing it is that it feels like it's even all the way. Oh, I see. So you don't... Sometimes you can feel like I can see like this it's is... bigger on this side. Yeah. And yeah. so what I do is I just kind of push it around till it gets even and till it gets to the shape I want. And you might be able like a bubble in there sometimes. Oh yeah, we got little little bubble there. Little ones are cool. The really big ones can cause problems, so I'll get rid of them. Gotcha. Just a small uh, dimple with the finger to to get rid of those. Uh yeah, or yeah. I'll flip it over because sometimes it's on the underside that you can't see right now. Gotcha. So I'll just would you take recommend it. a flip? Yeah. Yeah, I'll flip it. That way I can put it into this kind of pizza shape and I can look. It's like nah, there's just little bubbles there. So then I take my hands. I almost try to mimic. Like you've seen those dough presses, like the machines. Yeah. Almost try to mimic that, like your hands being warmer and flat. You can almost kind of like just push it down. Gotcha. And, and while you do that, your hands can feel how even it all is and everything. And does keeping your hand flat help a little bit? Or Yeah, you... because for this style of pizza, you want that dough to be fairly even all the way across. You're not trying to do, you know, like a crust. You're not trying to build up the edge at all. Right. So you want it to be as even as you can. Are we wide enough now? Yeah, you're totally there? good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Do you want to try the cut? You want me to do it? I'll give it a go. And you, yeah. You tell me if I'm... Watch a... your fingers. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep the, we'll keep that over here. <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of like, yeah, you see the part that's not straight. I just try to make it straight, basically. Gotcha. Am I good here? Yeah, yeah, you're side? good. You'll find out how much you take off. Right. I'm just used to it, so you'll see. If you just kind of push down. Okay. And then I just pull the other part Okay, off. so hold and hold and pull. Let's see here if I can do this with this hand here. Yeah, it's a little awkward. We're not used to it, but... Oh, there we go. That's better. All right, and dough you, in the pan. Yep. All right. Now you got pan. a flat edge on that side. Cool. How's that? Yep. Looking okay. Yep. If I had to do, you know, a hundred of these, I think we'd we'd be better. Oh, you'd be way quick. <laughs> yeah. All right. How's that? All right. -ish. Good, but we cut off too much. Oh dear. That's okay. Okay. You oh, because we're you right now. Yeah. You want to see that's not, you just yeah. haven't done it. You want to see how I fix that? I do. So I've done this before. Uh, I just cut off a little of the other one. So anything that doesn't have oil all over it will re-stick. So you can basically kind of put that back. This is the forgiving part about a pan pizza, right? Yeah. Like, you can never tell that I did that once that's cooked. So this you is can a... put it back together, you know? That's oh, that's awesome. Glued right back together, and a, a bam! Good... Look at that. And back up to three hundred. So and a good learning moment for me. I'll just show you me. what I'm doing here. Yeah. It was so funny. I was so focused on the oh. on squaring the edges yep. that I wasn't watching the scale. And that's okay. For the amount. I didn't check either. I was just watching. <laughs> I was making sure you didn't cut your hand off. Dave. That's good because that, that would make for a really bad pizza yeah. with a little yeah. hand in there. Interesting episode though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it might be one of the most interesting because right? we'd be in the ER. <laughs> Here, actually, I'll let you finish it. All you need to do is just cut off a tiny bit of that to make it even, and you're not going to get perfectly even on this corner. But look, you can do this little stretch that's what's cool corner. about this it's a pan dough and it's dough anyway so it's very forgiving if you just know how to work with it perfect all right so i'm gonna so just even out that top all right just a little bit maybe a little less yeah like that like there okay yep. so we're just gonna do just, just a bit. push down and kind of rock the knife a little and it'll slice it right off all right so here we go let's see if i can peel peel i told you this is a weird process man how are we doing Perfect. 255. You're dead on. Hey. Told all right. you. Only because you're a repairman. Thank you. <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> but look, look at the nice bubbles in there. It's the perfect oh, yeah. shape. You can't tell I even patched it really, especially once that proofs. You can't tell. No, your uh, your dough stitching was was gorgeous. Hey, you can't really tell. I had at to all. do it many times. Oh my yeah. goodness. All right. So now we need to go in the pan. <laughs> yeah, so you can just pick it up. Yeah, I just grab the corners just or something. Grab the corners, lift and lay. Figure out what side you want to be your top, which is you did good like coat the top first and then flip and then flip it when the dough comes out of the pan where the bottom of the dough is do you like that to remain the bottom of the final dough so i i put it in upside down did a flip now so now we are upside up from where it was right originally is that your preferred method or uh, does it matter it i kind of judge it honestly once i'm grabbing dough out of yeah. there so fast and doing that many of them i can't even remember which side's up and down but i got you, I, you can kind of tell when you look right like this this one has some bubbles nice on bubbles it. Nice bubbles here. The other side looked almost just more flat. Correct. Like, yes. It's got like signs of maybe bubbles in it, but uh -huh. it's just a different texture. So I leave that nice bubbly side. I like up. it. I was just curious because when I, I was talking to John Ray down at Via Farina, and he had mentioned that, and again, different style. Uh, thank you for my oil towel here. Yes. Um, he had mentioned that for and the wood-fired sourdough Neapolitan style versus pan. 
but yep. he said that he gets a totally different leoparding and result depending mm -hmm. on which side of the dough ball was up. And I was yep. curious if the pan was the same way. So the pan sounds a little more forgiving a little potentially. bit because it's going to just sit in there and proof and you yeah. know, become a whole different thing pretty soon anyway. That's uh, true because we're not going straight in the oven now. We've got some time right. between there. Okay. I try to pick the side that's going to be, it looks the flattest, right? Uh, for the bottom too, because um, if you get too many bubbles on the bottom, that can cause issues in the oven. Oh. Weird cook issues, weird, you, the, the dough will like dome up and get weird. It's just strange if there's too much air in there. Try to pick the flattest, most even side. So that's another reason it usually just ends up like that. Gotcha. So theoretically, the best bet is keep the bottom, the bottom, keep the can. bottom, the bottom. Got it. It's already just kind of like nice and flat, and it should sure. sit in the pan really well. Love it. Yep. Love it. Cool. And then we just put lids on them and stack them, and uh, we let them warm up a little bit, let them yeah. relax, and then once they're just a little warmer, we stretch them to like basically the size of the pan. Yeah. And then from there, they're going to proof a little more before we cook them. So okay. I can. We can go show you how that part works. Let's do it. Want to do it? Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. This is awesome. What can I carry? What can I help um, with? I'm just going to leave this in here and come mess with it in a while. All right. So last night was one of those nights where we just didn't use all the dough. Um, you know, it was pretty crappy weather was, out last it night. Really so it wasn't. Cold I mean, it was a good night, but it wasn't as busy as we had the dough for. So yeah. we do have some par bakes out there, too, because we'll oh, do. Cool. We don't. I don't do that as a normal thing, uh -huh. but I'm not going to waste product. So we have a we have a process where we cook parbakes pretty pretty good. I think I think they come out awesome. So awesome. So, so for most of your pizzas, you you just top and bake. You're, you're yeah, not right on a fresh dough. Yeah, I gotcha. prefer the fresh dough bake. Yeah, I mean we've got a parbake process that I don't mind. I'll, cool. I'll do it when we need to. I just uh, I don't want to make it like the regular thing. Got you. Um, All right. It just takes too much time. That's fair. That's a whole other shift for me. I feel like that I have to proof dough and then come and cook it and everything but why don't i just do that once do it once and <laughs> be done what I do. yeah. yeah yeah plus it's a fun challenge for me and the challenge for me is to create that dough that does what a parbake does but with a fresh you know what okay. i mean because a lot of people will do it just a, oh it's got a lot of air bubbles it's a lot of strength i can put a lot on it yeah but for me the challenge is i'm gonna figure out how to do that with a fresh in one go in one because there's no you don't have any yep cooked structure there to top and you put a lot of toppings on there's your gotta pizza. be a way to make dough that just does that so that's it. what i'm trying to figure out that's so and cool. i think that's why i was texting you the other day i think yeah. it's like really getting there like it's this flip this flour and the process yeah. lately has been really good so so cool so cool let's go check it out all right sounds good hey but i think we're open so we'll uh we'll go make some pizzas we'll i'll show you how to push a few of these out oh yeah coming out of the prep kitchen i see a uh, vincent out there the izzy sign is on the open sign is on there it is it smells delicious on vincent's the bus here. oh see it's not even that delicious yet just you wait buddy oh, awesome. you're good thank you Cool. Um, so this is the shelf I was talking to you about, uh, where we just pretty much put everything in. That's essentially where everything gets proofed. So we it's just like a foot or two away from the oven, but it's back in a warmer space. Back in the left of the oven. So we've got our four four drawer oven. And how hot are we cooking at today? Around 500. Around 500. Yep. All the pans are on the left, so they get a little heat off of the oven to help them warm up from chilling. Yep, just back here, because it's also really cold out, too. So It is chilly. I think um, we're, what, 50-something degrees outside? Today? Yeah. So it's cold. So, and like, in the summer, they don't stay here long, because it's so hot. But during this weather, especially the winter, it just stays here yeah. for a while, because it's got to proof up. So we'll get some peaches in the oven. Watch your back. The door open. Oh, the first are these the first pizzas of the day going down? Uh... Third and fourth. Third and fourth. Oh, so let's show you how we push them out. Yeah, we, let's do it. Since we were just in there doing the panning, you saw all that. So this is the process after they come and just sit next on next to the oven on that shelf for a little while. All right, so then warm, warm up, up a bit. Yep. Taking the covers off. So now you can see it's like puffed up and grown from like what we just did. Yeah, yeah. Got a little more of a domed, not completely domed, but a risen top there. Yep. Yep. So oh, again, the paper towel is key for your fingers. Get you one if you want to play too. I would love to. All right. We're gonna take over the space. All right. All right. So we got our nice rectangle Odo. Yep. Ooh, All you right. got a good one. Excellent. So what Excellent. I do, I'll grab the corners. Okay. Lift it up a little bit. Huh? Pull them not too hard, because you'll feel how soft the dough is. Oh, it's much, And just much pretty much harder. drop it into the corner. And just gently edge to edge. Yep. Some so more, then from there, more there maybe? you can take it and kind of push it and use your fingers. You don't go like too straight down. Okay. Like kind of flat fingers, but you can dimple it as well. Press an edge and dimple. You can push a little harder than that in okay. there. There gotcha. you go. Oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. So we're seeing the get dough. That, 
So what I do with the corner, if I need it to go in, and we're going to keep working yeah. with this, but I'll literally pull it up and hold it for a sec and then just drop it. Oh, so it pull it like up right high in the place. corner and let it go. If it needs to. Sometimes gotcha. it just goes right there, depending on the shape that you're working with. All right, how's that look? So we'll spin it around. Okay. And kind of just like push it out to fill the pan fairly evenly. Don't make the middle too skinny. Okay. And then do the same up here. Once you get kind of close, make your two corners. Two corners and pull up again. And drop. Oh, I, I yep. slid. That's all right. You okay. will. That's okay. Okay. The oil in the pan. Some people use Crisco and stuff because they like the way it sticks and it'll stick better. I just don't like the way it tastes right. and cooks. Yeah. Um, but a trick that you can try is either butter or Crisco will make that dough actually stick to stick the sides. More. So when you're doing this right now, it'll literally just stay there. Got you. Okay. So yeah, and then I just kind of, I just push it, get it into the, you know, the corners and the sides. Okay. It doesn't have to be absolutely perfect because it's still going to grow a little. And there you go. Once it looks like it's pretty much all the way in all the corners and it's fairly even. So my corners here, do I need to dimple more? So what I would do is just kind of grab it and move it like I just, I gently, of course, you'll know if you grabbed it too hard, it'll rip. <laughs> uh, I just do that. And drop okay. it into place. Should I do the same? Yeah, with this do the corner, same over there. there. Yeah, you. pull it up a little. Just grab the very edge, very not too much. Got you up there, and just drop it in. Let her go. And you can always kind of dimple it into place a little like that. You can literally push all the way down to the pan. Oh you know? really? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's almost. And see how it kind of dimples it a bit. So, so almost like you would do with like a focaccia. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to kind of do with it. Got you. Okay. Oh wow. That. Yeah. There you go. The exception yeah. of my one little... And it doesn't need to go up the edge at all because it will grow to there. Well, that's starting to look so a little better. So just to the edge, not up the edge. Yeah, that looks great. That looks good. You all have right. to keep in mind that it's still going to do its thing for a while. So this isn't finished at all. Got it. So like once it just chills, it'll yeah. look awesome by the time you open that and get ready to cook it. Perfect. All right. Well, I'll stop so what I'm just, doing then. We put the lid on. This is the reason for the paper towel. Otherwise, all your Oh, yeah. I should get... grab a... Uh, oh, it's okay. A I freshy fresh mine, but... Try to wipe my hand off so that all of our lids and pans aren't too greasy. Yeah. Yeah, there's mine, there's yours. We got one more. Do you want to do it? You want me to do it? I'll give it a shot. And then give you, it a can, shot, you can let me know if I yeah. uh, if I mess yeah. it up here. All right. So try to form your corners a little bit. Your corners are like the hardest part. So I always try to just get them first while that dough is nice and soft and relaxed. Right. Like take that one, grab uh -huh. just, just this side. first. And, and make a little corner out of that. All right. The best you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. The cool thing about these pan pizzas is you kind of just let it go and it'll come back to life, become a new shape and all that stuff. I'm spoiled with how easy that is. Yeah. So then spin it around, Same make piece. a corner over there. So if it's sliding too much on you, yeah. sometimes I'll do that and prop the pan a weird way. We are in a bus and it's not exactly perfectly <laughs> level. So <laughs> yes, do keep in mind we are in a school bus right we now. We are in a school bus. So yeah, I don't know. You look like you got a pretty decent dough. So you see how you got mm -hmm. some dips and valleys yes, here? Yes. Just try to smooth them out. So like, I, I, go this I tell way? people it's it's like a ball filled with like gel and you can move that gel around where you want it. Gotcha. So if this spot's higher than that spot, you can kind of push Should that push dough this way? like this and manipulate it over there. Oh, wow. That's okay. And so... just get it over there. You can move what what you need to move kind of. Okay. Because that gluten is so strong and it's basically a ball, it's got this coating on and it's not going to rip open unless you rip it. So you can kind of move around what's in there. But that looks good, yeah. You know All right. I mean? Yep. Should I adjust this corner as I got yep. a gap? Or just a little. Just I would, a little? I would just take this and push it down into the corner. Okay. And then my trick is just to grab a little and pull it up and smash it into there. Oh, wow. And then bam. Should, should I do that on this corner? Should or try it out. Uh, give it a yeah. go? Just a little tiny pull bit? Pull a tiny bit up, a little higher, and All then right. like smash it in with your finger a little bit. And then if it's been overworked, it's just not going to like it. And it's going to say, leave me alone. You know how, you know how dough works, <laughs> right, right? Right. Okay. So yeah, that looks great. Okay. All right. Shouldn't... Now you just let it chill and it'll come to life and Good we'll use go. it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Probably in like an hour. I love it. Yeah. Um, so we'll just put a lid on it. So if it's really warm in here, we're going to put it up front by the make table because it's warm enough. It'll proof there. Gotcha. Today it's only 74 up there. I like it around in the eighties at least if okay. I'm going to put it up there. What's it, 86 back here, so we're going to keep it back here. Oh, so wow, so we're almost we're 20, 25 degrees hotter than the outside temperature right in here. Cause, oh, yeah. Cause yeah, we got this 500-degree heater Ooh. right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much the dough process. We made it. We fermented it overnight. That was a two-day. Then we panned it, and then we pushed it, and now it's just going to chill until we use it. I love the, the 
corner stretch technique because that's one of the things that I, I had a problem with at home was like, how do I get this thing to fit nicely in the corners? And, and that's good. But your dough, I feel like do it first because once you start playing with that dough and trying to push it around in that pan, that's when, you know, it's going to start getting tight and getting overworked and not wanting to move. Yeah. So do those corners before anything else because those are the hardest thing to get in place anyway. When it's nice and relaxed. Yeah. Awesome. And then, but it helps too that we turned, we didn't start with a round ball, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness, that was the now we would have had it, that we would have had to do that once. Yes. To turn it into a rectangle, basically, and then yes. go back and do it again. So that's the reasons why we <laughs> had figured that all out is because I only have to do this process once. Once. I don't have to turn a ball into a shape and then go back and repush it again. And I could see where it would start to tighten up on you a lot, and yep. just you'd have to wait. And, and it's just and time. Push. I was just like, yeah. I'm a food truck with a limited service. Like we got to get going. So That's awesome. we figured out a way to just make it work. I also love your presence of mind of not only talking to me, putting stuff on the shelf, and then you're like, oh yeah, and I need to turn these pizzas that are in the oven. So used to it. <laughs> yeah, so used to it. I'm always like listening to the orders, listening to music, and make pizzas and watching the screen. Yeah, that's the life, right? And then you got the the make line is happening and those uh, nice eight by 10. And how high are those pans? I think they're like two and a half. Two and a half. So we, think. we have our dough that started in there, but man, you guys just top them all the way yeah. to the top. There's no shortage of, of oh, yeah. goodies on there for sure. No, yeah. And Cherish is just whipping pizzas from the make line right in the oven. She's becoming pretty rock and roll back here at the oven lately. She, yeah. she was no <laughs> nonsense. They went right from that table right in there. So That's I think awesome. she just likes being by the heat today. I, I can't blame her. I got it all. It smells better and it's warmer by the oven. It's starting so. to smell good in here, right? Oh man. And how many pizzas? We, we've got quite a few in the top already. How many fit up there? We got eight in there. We can eight. do eight per deck. Eight and I like deck. to use, I don't use the bottom one because the flame is right there below. Oh, a little too really close hot. to the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So like I can show you the temperature difference. So I only use it if I have to crisp something up or you know just yeah. So this one, it's gone down to like 480 because we've put cold pans on it. 480. But see the difference? Oh my goodness, we're when almost 100 degrees. Different because there's been nothing on here, so they yep. run pretty hot until they start getting pans on them and then yeah. they cool down real quick. Do you have but to then, like check this one out? I'm almost, it's oh, like holy smokes. Like, yeah. We're going now. We're in lunch service and you've got a whole deck loaded. Do you have to let the, the heat recover between pizzas or is it enough? Yeah. You do. Okay. Because of this oven in particular, it's just a propane oven and it come, the, comes up the sides. The heat oh, okay. comes up the sides and the baffles. So it's not like those fancy ovens. So your next so, eight then, are they going to, they're going to go in on the next deck? Uh, correct. Awesome. And then I'll let this deck recover for a minute or two. I mean, sometimes you just don't get that chance too, though. Like we have a sure. line of pizzas that need made and people are waiting 45 minutes or an hour. And yeah. Almost don't have a choice. So that, at that point, you just learn how to work the oven, right? If I put it up there and the deck's a little colder, well, I can move it down to that hotter one to then crisp the let it crisp Or I can start it on that hotter one and then move it up while this one recovers. So you got your you got your pizza pan pliers and how many? I like when the pickles make a face. By the way, Look oh oh yeah, that's a, like, that's a happy pickle right there. Ooh, I'm a pickle. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying I'm a happy pickle. And yes, we're putting pickles on pizza. Used to be a place in town called Pudgy's. Did a great uh, Chicago deep dish style. They made a cheeseburger pizza that was lights out good. I I love pickles on pizza. Not I think about doing a cheeseburger one sometime. I'm not huge on the ground beef, but on a cheeseburger yeah. pizza, I could do that. Yeah, it's, we might do that. Oh, as long as it has, I need that that mustard pop on a cheeseburger yeah. pizza. Just makes it good. Yeah. Oh, we've got a nice bubbly one coming out there. So yeah, here we go. Just first first pizza of the day just came out. Gorgeous. Got that nice uh, frico crispy edge around the outside. It's literally yeah. bubbling. The pepperoni's charred up. The cheese is nicely browned. How many rotations does each pan get? As many as it looks like it needs. Oh, I, love I just it. I just go by visual. Okay. Like one side looks a little darker. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm always spinning them, but yeah. after they start to the cheese starts to brown, you can tell what side needs more and just spin it around. And you learn the hot spots of the oven, you know. So I was gonna put it where it needs. Does the front versus the back of the oven tend to cook a little bit differently at all? Back's usually a little warmer, uh -huh. but I also find the the very front edge browns the cheese a lot. I'm just it must be the way that everything's moving in the oven, like the airflow. Everything's alive. But yeah, I've learned that right by the door in the front will brown up the cheese pretty good too. So it must be a, gotcha. a heavy hot spot up there. Yeah. And so since we just pulled this pizza, so it's been sitting here, I don't know, thirty seconds or so. Thirty you, seconds to a minute. Yeah. Sometimes do, I need it quicker, but. Do you need to give it some time to let that cheese set before mm -hmm. you depan it? Okay, yeah. so don't depan your Detroit pizza right away. Not immediately away. right away. Uh, just give it at least 30 seconds to just chill out. The temperature change then that the pan will then 
basically harden your cheese a little bit so that when you take it out of the pan, it's not just going to flop over. Wow, that looks delicious. Look at that guy. And yep. you used a uh, very nice uh, metal pizza spatula to kind of get the cheese loose from the pan, but our oil helped us make sure it didn't stick yep. too much. Yep. And wham, there it is. There it is. Look and then that. we got a nice browning on there. You can look on the bottom and probably see. Yeah, look at that guy. And so this one, let's see, is this a honey pino? This is a honey pino. A honey pino. So we got jalapenos, pepperoni, and that hot honey's going to happen. So. Oh, we got a oh, second got honey pino coming out. And what's this? Something with extra cheese Ooh. on it. Oh my gosh, extra cheese on an Izzy's pizza? That's, that is... A half harvest. Ooh. Look at that. A half harvest, right? Yep, cool. No pepper juice. Sweet. All right. All right. So, oh. now get it out of the pan, let it sit on this cooling rack then as well, because it'll uh, help that crust out from not being so soggy. If you take it right out of it, a somewhat oily pan uh -huh. and set it on a hard surface, there's nowhere for that moisture to get out. So good tip. So we've got a full sheet pan with a wire rack um, at home. Yep. Use a half sheet, just like you would cool your cookies on. Yep. Do the same thing with your pizza so that it avoids a, I think as the British baking show would say, a soggy bottom on your pizza. Yes. We don't want that. Nah. Sometimes you get them anyway. It does go in a box, you know, and all that. It's just the nature of pizza. But we try our hardest to keep that nice crisp bottom. That crisp is important. That's the goal, at least. Not, so, not everyone hits that goal, but that's the goal. So you have your pans there. The pans that have been use then those are kind of done for the day you'll you'll cook them up because you've got everything kind of running. yeah we just uh i scrape the grease and crumbs out of them the best i can right now yeah um because when it's warmer and fresh it's easier so that's part of my process like i'll get the pizza out and then i'll take five seconds to scrape the pan out because yeah. that pizza needs to chill anyway nice so yeah i kind of clean the i clean the pan out a little bit just because that pizza has to chill for a second anyway and it's a lot easier to get all that grease out of there while it's yeah, hot while it's hot um any of the oil and grease that's remaining in there well and as we were talking before we want to keep clean up to a minimum because exactly we, we don't have time for that we need I to got other, pizza. I got other things to do yeah <laughs> i can either make pizza or go have some fun somewhere i don't know so the honey pino in in true detroit's fashion is getting its sauce topping post cook and you're using a warm sauce on top there yep yeah we keep our sauce in the warmer it doesn't actually get cooked we just make it fresh but then we bring it up to the hot holding temp oh it smells those um, tomatoes smell it just delicious. it tastes fresher that way for for me for our sauce rather than cooking it yeah you guys have a good bright sauce and i i like that especially because the pizza i mean a detroit pizza is man a slice is that's a slice and so that yeah that sauce really brightens everything and kind of gives it a nice balance and lauren is Adding some nice, it looks like some Parmesan happened in there. Freshly grated. Of course, freshly on the top all the time. Oh. And then and then the good stuff. Oh, the hot honey on top of the honey pino. That looks delicious. See, these are the temperatures now we, like we're in a bus again, right? So the it's not exactly climate controlled at night. Right. So now the honey's all cold because it's been out here all night. So oh, now's yeah. the season when we have to start taking certain, certain ingredients inside and can't leave them out. Even the pans are really cold in the morning. That's the interesting part about the bus versus, like you said, a brick and mortar. You're constantly adjusting to what's happening outside. Today it's cold, it's rainy, and what, two, three weeks ago it was 90 degrees. Right. When you start opening the oven, it tends to get a little warm. Oh, so that, there's another one. That's a that. red harvest, a red no pepidus. No pepidus. Pepidus are amazing, though. Everyone should eat them. I think people think they're spicy or they're weird or something. They're not. They're a sweet pickled pepper, and they're amazing. And there's nothing else that tastes like them. So yeah, you can deck. see that space on that deck was open for a few minutes. It should be recovered a little bit. Now we can put them in. That's perfect. Plus, it's top of the day. It hasn't gotten used too much yet, so the oven's a little warmer at this point. So we've already cranked out. We're on like pizza number three here. Lauren's rockin'. The signature red Izzy's pizza bus box with bib. You got it. Love it. Now we're trying to find some cool rectangle boxes. Just uh, they slide around a little in here as the sure. customers grab them. There's some people that don't hold them straight and stuff like that. And not that they care, but. For me, as a pizza nerd, I'm like, oh, that thing's sliding around in there, or whatever. So, just I might find a box that fits the shape a little better, like like the pan. Yeah, you want that. You want the customer to open up that box and see what you envisioned them to see. Right. right? See how so. we made it, not like, oh, it came apart, like and the slices are all separated or whatever. Just, I mean, it's that's just my pickiness, you well, know. But well, no, I mean, <laughs> presentation's a big deal, right? Yeah. Well, that's your not only your pizza nerdness, but I mean, you got started doing this thing because you. You know developed a love for pizza you want to make pizza for yourself right and it's then, been quality first all the time yeah like, yeah 
you want to be able to eat your own pizza <laughs> with something that you're proud of every exactly. day. Exactly. So. so everything down to just the way it looks, you know, matters to me. So. so what type of cheeses are we using today? Because a lot of times in Detroit may have a brick cheese. What's your what's your formulation? Uh, yeah, we do 50-50 uh, brick and whole milk mozz. Whole milk I'm using Baccio mozzarella, which I've recently switched to. I know, it's really not recent, maybe six months, but yeah. man, it's good. It's really delicious. The do price have, is right. Do you have to import your brick cheese? Because you can't just go to the grocery store and get that. Yeah, it's a special that. order from Wisconsin thing. I think I'm, I might be the only person in town using it, at least from my distributors, because they had to get it for me. Like, wow. They didn't have it. So wow. that's kind of cool, too, is that we use a cheese that probably no one else in town is using. Yeah, well, and I like the, the cheese blend. You've got a flour blend. So, I mean, that's one thing is the, you know, the taste is the way you make it and it's, it's unique. So that's, that's what awesome. makes it unique, right? Just, yeah. It's not just throwing one thing in there. It's uh, developing a flavor or, you know, there's a reason that a certain cheese is used on here versus another one, or the re there's a reason we shred our own versus, you know, there's a reason for everything. For sure. Here's a yummy cheese. thing I stole from David Lasoli. Oh, he, he comes and gets my the, our white pizza, the vanilla ice. Yeah. And uh, he thought it was good, but he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna go make my own." And his was way better than mine. Way better. Oh. I recommend his white pizza over ours any day. Oh, the Bianca or Bianco? Yeah. Man, it's good. So I was like, "Oh, I'm I gotta put start putting fresh garlic on mine." So now oh, we look put that. that freshly sliced garlic all over it. Freshly and, sliced garlic and all that cheese. So I took a hint from him, but his is still better than mine. <laughs> I, I love his white pizza. It's just it's just a different. Pizza. It's different. It's, it's okay. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I like a lot of our pizzas, but if I gotta choose a white one, I'm going to his place. Yeah. I need to go try that one too because there's no there's no sauce on that one either. It's just olive oil or whatever. It's yeah, on there. roasted garlic and fresh garlic. I think Ooh. it's really really yummy. Oh my goodness! So we got deck one, deck two. And what, what pizzas do we have happening on so, deck two here? This one is, that's cup and char sausage. Oh yeah. And cup and char pepperoni. Oh, nice. So the cup and char sausage is a new product. Tastes really good. Doesn't seem to be taken off um, quite as much popularity wise. It's hard to beat out the pepperoni, man. That's a classic. And it's hard uh, to beat like regular, like bulk sausage, like a good, you know, a nice chunk of actual Italian sausage. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, are you a sliced sausage uh, prefer, or do you like to do the crumble when you're doing a I like a bulk raw. That's the only raw thing we use is because it keeps the moisture and the fat and everything in it. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, it's 500 degree oven for 20 minutes. It cooks it. Cooks it just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no risk of anything. Um, Perfect. But the flavor of a raw sausage versus a pre-cooked is just yeah, so much better. Just so much better. Yeah. Well, and, and your oven is definitely hotter than many home ovens. But I do like the fact that with a, with a pan pizza, if you can get your oven up to 450 or something like that, you can make a pretty good pizza. Totally, you can. Yep, get in there. Pizza's going up on the rack. So yeah, we just keep them on top of the oven on a the rack then to stay warm. No one hopefully gets anything cold in yeah. this weather. It's tough to like start inching them closer to that vent, you know? Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep them warm. Yeah. So here's like the difference too of cooking a pan pizza, right? Like you can't look at the bottom. Oh, that's true. So I look at between the cheese browning and that edge to really tell when it's done. That's, that's a and good now point. I've done so many where I can kind of tell by just the way the top looks. Compare the top um, and the bottom. Wow, so we got but almost two decks full now. You, you still might have the problem when you take it out of the oven. You might, you know, you might take it out of the pan. You could tell right away, oh, it's floppy, and then that's what I use those hotter decks for. Oh, just to crisp that bottom yep. real quick. So. so if this deck hasn't recovered enough, it's not hot enough to really keep it nice and golden and, and hot. Have you ever got a, a pizza completely out of the pan and then had to put it back in and crisp up the bottom? Or oh yeah, pretty much to... every day. Oh, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> nice. that's that's a regular. Once this oven's been cooking for a while, there's really, it's hard to judge until you get that first one out of there. You're yeah. like, oh, deck's cold. You know, you don't really know until you start getting it out of there. That makes sense. Um, now I, I kind of expect it and yeah. I work with that. Yeah. But it's that's been a learning curve for sure. Well, that's good. And, and I guess it sort of works out kind of nice that that bottom deck is super hot and you don't usually start things there, but it's there in an emergency if you need to crisp them up. All right, you want to make some pizzas and see how this yeah. side goes? Yeah, so, we're, uh, we're, we are in the business of the bus So right he's now. putting the cheese on, we'll stick it on top of the scale and we weigh all the time. Um, a regular pizza gets around 240, regular being not just cheese, like anything pretty much normal, gets around 240. So if it's just a cheese pizza uh -huh. or a vanilla ice that only has cheese stuff on it, we put yeah. more on there. Got you, so your, your toppings pretty much equal your dough weight. So you're getting like yep. a 50 50 -ish. Yeah, it's pretty much 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little lighter on the cheese, but this stuff melts so good and coats it so good. It's like. 
And you already pre-mixed your two types of cheeses together, so you yep. don't have to worry about that now. Yeah, so we do that good. while we're shredding it, so it's done. So then we just fill up these bins and they're ready to go. Perfect. And we have a bunch of spares down there that goes really fast <laughs> to yeah. use a lot of cheese. So. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you need a ton for a good pizza. And then we just sprinkle it with some dried oregano, and nice. then it's ready to put whatever toppings it needs on it. Cool. So I'll make the baby love. Baby love. What's on baby, the baby love? Baby love is our supreme pizza. So it goes the supreme song, baby love. Oh, <laughs> I love the tie-in. This yeah. is the voice of Saturday Omaha, who is also my missus. This is her favorite Izzy's pizza. Oh, nice. Yeah, people love. Pizza. Like I don't like it because I don't like black olives. I like it when people order it without those. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm that's just the one I eat. I'm not a black olive fan, but everyone loves the supreme pizza. So. Yeah, I've got a little, little bacon happening. So yeah, we're going bacon. Cheese, oregano, bacon. Even all over the place. Try to get every bite with something in it. These gross things that people like, they're called black olives. Those are black olives, yes. They do have a very strong flavor presence what's, though. So. What's, what I love is they look awesome. There's nothing else that looks like these. They do and I think like the visual of that pizza was really cool. I just wish oh, yeah. I wish I liked them because they look so cool. That's very, well, yeah, because it's quite the contrast. You get the black olives, white cheese, and you got the yep. bacon, you got three nice colors. Especially olives. when you put like some of these other veggies with it. It's just like oh, the man. reds and the blacks. And yeah, it's cool. For sure. So we got roasted mushrooms. They're roasted with some garlic salt. Awesome. We got some red chopped red onion or sliced red, red onion. Yeah. Some cup and char pepperoni. The Rosa Grande. Best in the game. Oh, delicious. This stuff's awesome. Lots of it, too. Well, so then Steve has these ingredients over by him, so he just made this pizza for us. This is our yep. Miss Mona, which is diced bacon and uh, pulled smoked chicken. Oh, delicious. And lots of it on there, too. Yep. That's a, that's Good a healthy protein toppings. heavy pizza. Again, that chicken gets weighed, too, because it's really hard to get that portion right by just throwing it on there. Yeah. Most of the veggies we can eyeball. The pepperoni gets counted. The other meats get weighed. Cool. So I uh, want to make another pizza? Yeah, let's do, do it. Do you want to make something? Do you want to do you want to just make a pepperoni and that one's easy to make, or do you want to go nuts and do something like we just did? Oh, let's do a uh, let's That's do a pepperoni. Baby love idea. Right. Why don't you just love? make a baby love? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just go for it? All right. So diced bacon is up there. Diced bacon. Grab some diced bacon, okay. like a, a handful ish, because it'll spread out. All right. And just sprinkle. You can use two hands, one hand, whatever you want. Looks like I might need a little more. Do you think? Yep. All right. Keeping in mind with this pizza, it does have a lot on it, so you don't need to overdo every ingredient, but it does need to be gotcha. all over the place. I think I have. But these will cook way too heavy if you have too much. All right. Tell me how I'm doing here. Yeah, I'm you look good. Top. Yeah. All right. Good. Spread that a little. Okay. Yeah, you're good. All right. Now, so baby love minus this, we pretty much just go along the whole row. Okay. So don't put that Skip on that pepperoni else. over to uh, those olives you don't like. Yep. Over right. those disgusting things that look awesome. Directly in here, like we yep. get there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yep. Just want to make sure it's yep. doing things in the right order. Good to go. All right. The only thing we have to watch is the raw, and that's down there. So ah, gotcha. Good. So keep them separate. Yeah, there. it's down there, covered, so no worries. All right. How are we doing there? A few more. Good. Mushroom time. Mushrooms. Yeah. Yep. All right. I love the fact that you're roasting these in advance. Yeah. All right. Onion time. Yes, red onions are in there. Red Just onions. kind of a good sprinkling all over of those. And see, we have the the symphony of the pan scraping at all times. Yes. So well, Cherish has got like <laughs> six yeah, over that. there on the board. Wow. Cool. And then pepperoni. And the pepperoni. Okay. Yep. And lines. Yes. Uh, or do you, you can. I I scatter them. They move when they scatter? cook. Everyone else does lines, so I really don't mind. Oh. They're gonna move when they cook anyway. All right. Everyone likes the lines because they count. Brett's like. Dave, you are too slow. We we have nope. about forty pizzas done by now. In the summer, it is this slow because all the pepperonis stick to each other oh. in the heat. Oh, these nah, are. It looks good. And then just kind of fill in some of your gaps around there. All right, do a little little move here. Don't go dead center with too many. You're fine. What you're doing. Okay. They, I'm just saying a tip is like don't go dead center because you're gonna cut it there. Oh. Oh. So gotcha. you'll just like shove them down into the box essentially if they're all in the middle at the end. So right. That looks great. That's good. Good enough on Look there. Look at that pizza, man. Oh. I need it. You so. made that. You <laughs> That's made awesome. That. Thank you, man. Thanks, thanks, Coach. We have to have you make your own, too. Right. Ooh, hello. Got to treat you to one. Oh, you can't be delicious. on here cooking and not have one. Hopefully, the, you can hear us over the crazy pan noise. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. I think I think we're good. And you know what? If if the listeners are, are hearing and hearing all the pan noise, this is real. This That's is, this is we how it are is. in lunch service. Oh right yeah. Now. Usually, we're just rocking some music on top of it. But Pizza. yeah, see, oh. they just they just keep going, right? Steve. Steve's got the, the two pieces coming down, says they're coming over Cherish. Cherish, without looking, takes the left arm, opens Just the boom. oven with the right arm is still working pizza. <laughs> See, killer, that's killer. pizza gangster right that there. That is pizza gangster, <laughs> straight up.
So yeah, they're, right now it's like we have a vanilla ice and a cheese do. So you have to really look and does this one have garlic or is it only cheese? So this is the time when you have to work together and just make sure you get the right pizza. Is there a pizza you want to make for yourself? Oh my goodness. There it is. Oh man. Do you want to throw one together while we got time? Let's make it happen. You know, the, the, the family classic is, is a pepperoni mushroom. You want to do it? Let's do you it. You want to just do your own pizza? I'll just tell you the weights and you, you can do it. Okay. Do you want to? Let's give it a shot. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. So we're shooting for about 250 toppings yep. wise. So a tip is don't just grab a clump of it and drop it on there. You got to remember that and you can't push. Wait. This dough is delicate. It rows. Okay. It looks beautiful. Don't kill it. So we want to so, sprinkle. Yeah. And you can grab the biggest, bigger handful as you want, but just make sure you don't like plop it down because it'll, it'll kill the bubbles. Gotcha. And you go, yeah, just kind of sprinkle it. What I do is just kind of start with the edge, just okay. get it all over. And it'll take a, quite a bit to add. Oh, gotcha. All right. But you take your time. You do it. You, you make, oh, no. you make your pizza. Oh, that's good. That's okay. But you want to go up to 240. 240. Yep. All right. Wow. I need bigger handfuls. So your goal is even with it all the way to the edge. To the edge yeah, if you want to go extra, you can put more, but so our, our normal is 240. Right. You want extra cheese, you go extra cheese. It's your pizza. So we're, yeah, we definitely need that edge, otherwise we're yep. not getting there. And it'll get there. Once you get to your weight, you just kind of fine tune it and push it around to make everything even. How am I doing on my, my even? Yeah, there? so that's what we go to. If you want some more cheese, put no, it on. No, that's good. Let's, let's do it the right, the, the Izzy's way. Okay. All right, 241. Yep, so all I'll right. just take it off and okay. I'll just show so, you what I do with a bit yeah, of it. Please. You can do, so I just move it around. Like just this, see, you can see again, like dips and valleys. Right. So just, just like kind of, right there's a clump of cheese here, nuts on there. And if you ever see dough through it, just put a little cheese there. But yeah, all you have to do is make sure it's to the edge like that. It doesn't have to go all the way up and all these things. Like some people try to make a big, huge frico on it, which is cool, which is the, you know, the edge there. Right. Um, but for this cheese blend I'm finding that it's just going to, it just melts down anyway. So I haven't really wasted my time with, with this blend. How am so I looking I just, on my, yeah, that's my great. evenness? That's We're good great. There? Yep. All right. As long as you're to the edge, you just don't want to see any dough peeking out from anywhere. Gotcha. Thank so, yeah, I think we're good. You're perfectly even. Okay. All right. If you like the oregano, I sprinkle that. Oh, this one's a little lightly ground, so don't sprinkle too heavy. Gotcha. It comes out pretty quick. Well, let's make sure we can get it to, to Izzy specs. That yeah, looks pretty good. good there. Yeah, we don't do too much, just a little pie. bit. Yep. All right. Well, let's do so some. So then you got your ingredients at your disposal. Well, let's, let's do some. Make what you want. Let's do some mushroom. Oh, man, you can feel how. Like the dough, you can kind of watch it move a little bit with the toppings. Too. Yeah, a little bit, right? And that's why we don't, there's no no pressure, no pushing. All right, we're going to mark my pizza so it doesn't get confused with anybody. Is that what you're doing there? there I goes. love whatever is, you're doing. This is, the, we're gonna, this is the red line. We're going we're gonna to take the RPM up nice. and red line down the middle. Nice, I like so. it. The red line. There it is. Boom. All right. What do you got on the red line? Uh, let's see. We've got our garlic mushrooms, pepperoni, cheese, oregano, and I'm assuming those are the pepperdews. Oh, the pepperdews. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Which, yep. which uh, deck? I'm uh, going to. All right. How hot is two there? All right, all the way to the back. Okay, pizza down. There you go. You did it. Love it. Bam. Thanks, boss. It's a beautiful pizza. Oh, it's good though. It's gonna be amazing. How often are you are you eating your own pizza? Trying it just almost to, every day almost that we work. Oh yeah, for sure. I can't. I can't. Yeah, someone's eating them. Like, <laughs> we definitely cook fruit pies every night. I can't look at that. I can't look at that and not eat that. So good, look man. Look at that. It's awesome. That's. I mean, that's why I started. Right, is because I wanted to eat that. So I have uh, I might be getting fatter though. I I've been oh, eating. No, you're looking pretty slim. Though, I'm man. feeling it because like, I've been eating two pizzas. Two pe <laughs> sorry, not two pizzas. Holy crap! That'd be a lot of pizza. Two pieces lately, and usually I'm stuffed. But man, I can eat a third. Oh. Like, no problem. Maybe it's just that good. Could be. It could be. Well, you say that dough's been working out, and uh, I know your salt does not suck anymore because that was a correct. Problem you saw you that, that note. Yes. I did. We have non-sucky salt now. <laughs> non -sucky yeah, salt. we have salt that is salt. What are you taking out of the pan there? Is that a half and half? Yeah. So yeah, we'll custom pizzas if someone wants. You know, we. I mean, we have a. The ones we've built are for a reason. You know, they're balanced or they're yeah. together. But we'll we'll make whatever anyone wants. You know. Pizza is kind of a personal thing all around, so. For sure. Well, and if you're I mean, you know, you just made your own creations. So. It's true. I was I was let loose on the on the make line. If you like to talk issues, look at that. You see how that thing's like a dome? Yeah. I'm trying to discuss with one of my pizza friends right now. I know what's happening, but I don't know why, so I can't fix it. So what happens is like, you know how we put the cheese all the way to the edge of the pan? Right. So, oh, it's almost creating a seal it's and you're getting a seal and then oh. air starts building under. So it's not even the bubbles in the dough. It's underneath yeah. underneath. It's be... created a seal and that air can't escape. And now it's just wow. now it turned the dough into like the desert dome. 
Yeah, right. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, and I saw Cherish had to get the, the spatula. In so there you basically break that seal on the side and it brings it back down. But you have to catch it at the right time because if you do that when the dough is too soft, yeah, it'll totally collapse and then wow. it sinks totally sunk in the center. Wow. And then or if you do it too late, it's already like set that way. So yeah. now you have a dough me dough, you know? So crazy. It only happens, it seems like, in certain times of the year. So I'm wondering huh. if it's weather related. I'm also wondering if it's maybe the brand of cheese. Um, like I'm thinking maybe the brick, not really the Mott's. I'm not sure. That's one of the challenges I'm trying to chase right now. But so yeah, just loosen it. If that does happen when you're cooking a pan pizza, just loosen an edge a little or a corner and let that air out of there and you'll see it just pop back down. That's crazy and I, I'm not sure. I hadn't seen it happen yet today. I mean, there's already been, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 pizzas coming out of here. Yeah, has so. that happened before that? One other. One other. I've so. had like four or five or six last night, like almost all at once. Oh, interesting. So that's a pain. You're trying to make sure pizzas are cooking yeah. right and everything, but I've got to get four or five of these out and fix them all right wow. in the middle of everything, you know? So it's a challenge I would like to figure out. Wow. Sure. Wow. Yeah. But I'm up for it. I love challenges. Like I was yeah. saying with the dough, right? I'm trying to make a dough that looks like a parbake without parbaking it. That's right. a challenge. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. We make pizza in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that everything after that as a math. Right? So. <laughs> Come up for it. Oh my goodness. I'm going to grab this. Ooh, that's hot. There's our dough. I usually let it sit for a minute before I cut it because it'll keep that crumb structure a little better. Oh, will it deflate if you cut it too, uh, too a readily? A little. It'll just look prettier if you let it chill for a minute. Eat with your eyes first. Like if someone's really going to take one of these pizzas home and not eat it, I, would, I mean, I don't tell anyone this just because I forget, but I would tell anyone to just order it uncut and take oh. it home. Once you get it home and it's mm -hmm. sat for a little bit, like and held that structure instead of us you know, cutting in half. Yeah. When you cut it, it's just going to be so awesome looking. That crumb structure is going to be there. I like that. So if you're ever taking it home and you want to see all that or you care, yeah, just order it uncut. Cool. Well, check it out. That's how it looks uncut. Oh, gotcha. And see, look how like if we were to put cheese over this, it would have just melted over it and gone all down and everything. But now right. we've got it's nice and solid the whole way down. Everything's all cooked together, all one piece. I think, and yeah. it creates a crown versus a wall. Like oh, good call. A, the wall is cool because you get a lot of cheese on there and stuff. But the crown is kind of a cool shape. I like it. I agree. Yeah, I think some red sauce and a drizzle of hot honey and we'll, we'll call it. It's a beautiful looking pizza. It looks really good. I like the char on the, the pepperdues and pepperoni there too. No, that's great. Just yeah, enough to give it a little look sweetness. Look at that. Gorgeous. Oh. When you open it, it does that noise. I, 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 no question. We've gone from dough to pizza. Yeah, we've, we've gone from to dough end. to pizza. You have the end product in your hand. I think that's an episode. We've made pizza from nothing to amazing something. We took flour out of a bag and now you got that. That's now we have pretty cool. Gorgeousness. I think I'm going to I'm going to open this next to you here. We're just we're yeah, let's look at it. See, I there told it you it made that noise. It did make that noise. See, look at how oh, like crisp and smooth that edge is, golden on the bottom. Looks it's great. Even all the way across as far as like how the dough rose up, you know. It really does. It looks fantastic. Great slices, a little sweetness, a little saltiness from the pepperoni. Yeah. Smells great too. Oh, all right. Well, there's nothing left to do but tuck in and eat this, I think. So, mm. all right. Well, sounds like a plan. Sounds, sounds like a Saturday. This sounds good. Sounds like a Saturday <laughs> Saturday on you know uh, Izzy's Pizza Bus and, and Brett and crew. <laughs> that's awesome. I miss the dough money. That's our thing. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Perfect. Well, thank you everybody for letting me in the house and in the bus and showing me how to of do course, it. Of course. Anytime. We love having the fatter day in the house. Perfect. Loving it. Well, so. thanks everybody. All right. Well, well, we'll close it down for the episode so we can eat some pizza. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, thanks all. man. All right. I'm so appreciative of Brett and his team for allowing me in their space and teaching you and I how to make things happen. He was so kind to share his dough recipe as well, so please check out our other Izzy's episode by subscribing to our podcast. Also, that pizza I made, the red line, Lauren topped it with sauce and hot honey, and I ate it on the patio after we were done recording. It was incredible. It's amazing what these talented people can do. Thank you for listening, and until we eat again, stay hungry. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email fatterdayomaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry. 
Saturday Omaha. Eat this.